I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. This is Come Through Queen. This is episode 16. The kids are all right. So this is a big week on Come Through Queen. We, of course, are going to be kicking it off by talking about the greatest feud of our generation. Yes, kids, that's Kim versus Taylor. And we're going to weigh in on where our allegiances are, and as well as the key players. And after that, we're going to jump into the heartbreaking news that Lady Gaga and Taylor Kinney are no more. And Gaga's close personal friends, Dorinda's reaction. Uh, we've also got a possible job opportunity for you guys. Ramona Singer is hiring. And we close out the news with our girl Tiffany Trump taking the big stage at the Republican National Convention. And then, of course, we're going to go into talking about our shows, including Real Housewives of New Jersey, Orange County, and New York. And we also have a special treat for you in New York today. We're going to do a special taste test of an elusive product. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we're going to talk about Big Brother because it's getting juicy. Yeah, we didn't talk about it last week, so we have some stuff to catch up on. Yeah. Um, And then for this week's deep dive, we're going to discuss our favorite children of the Housewives and read some listener comments and questions on all of the kids of Housewives, a.k.a. KOH. Uh, And lastly, we'll crown our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. So, Brendan, fill us in. So, as you all know, we retired... Kardashians as one of our shows that we were going to talk about every week as far as the episode goes. Yeah. But we did say that any time that there was big news, we would, of course, fill you in. Yeah. 
But it's our duty. Yes, it's our duty. <laughs> so on Sunday night's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, it was the big episode where Kim was going to talk about the drama with Taylor Swift and Kanye West's song "Famous," which says um, talks about Taylor Swift and says, "I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why I made that bitch famous?" Yeah. Um, this is where. Not to go into the whole debacle, but Taylor, during her Grammy speech, sort of spoke out against Kanye in a sort of veiled way. Kim gave a big GQ interview a few weeks ago or a few months ago, basically saying that Taylor Snake... Oh, I almost said Taylor Snake. Taylor Swift was a snake. (laughs) So this is going to be the big episode where we reveal. So on social media, Kim starts tweeting. Yeah, well, during the episode, she says, you should follow me on Snapchat. Well, even before that, she tweeted something along the lines of, Happy National Snake Day. Uh. Since, why does everyone, I mean everything, have its own day these days? Or something (laughs) like that, with a bunch of snake emojis. And if you've been keeping up with the Kardashians, you would know that Taylor's Instagram, um... Instagram comments have been flooded with snake emojis ever since Kim spoke out against it. Yeah, I think even Instagram is, like, blocking too many snakes. Yeah. You you can't post too many or it won't go through. Yeah. So that's where we were Sunday Sunday night. So then she says, "Are, are you guys following me on Snapchat? You should be, winky face. Yeah. And a bomb was dropped. I was already asleep, so I woke up to this madness. Yes. Basically... Kim has all the receipts of Taylor Swift's phone call with Kanye approving of certain lyrics of this song, Famous. Yeah. And... Well, she, like, denied a phone call even existed at one point. And then she said it did exist, but not this lyric. Like, the story... Her story changed, Her story changed once she posted on Instagram on Monday morning. Yeah. Taking issue with the word bitch. Yeah. So... This is when people start jumping in. Yeah. So we've got Selena Gomez jumping in. Who, I mean, the, the, <laughs> I like the part with Selena Gomez is because she chimes in with this and she says people should, like, use their voice for more important matters. Like, why are you, t- like, talking about this? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's been chastised for, like, not speaking out about any of, like, the big uh, things going on, like, in the United States right now, ranging from, like, gun violence, Black Lives Matter, Mm -hmm. anything. She doesn't really ever talk about anything. Meanwhile, she's chastising Kim, but Kim actually is outspoken for, like, social issues as well. So it's, like, really ironic. My favorite was someone posted, like, (laughs) like, a blank tweet, or, like, Selena Gomez talking about something in Nain with a screenshot next to something from Kim's blog about Black Lives Matter specifically. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Chloe Grace Moretz which, jumped into Which, it. like, everyone doesn't like to begin with. Yeah, I mean, Kim has already dragged her on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, Basically yeah. saying, like, I've never heard of this person, and oh, <laughs> I don't know. You have a nice cover on Lucky or something? Yeah, but I will say, in this particular instance, Chloe Kardashian, I'm not on her side. Oh, yeah, me neither. I'm on neither Chloe's side. Yeah, Chloe Kardashian was posting... Like, trying to, like, slut-shame Chloe Grace Moretz by posting a photo of a woman who wasn't even Chloe Grace Moretz, like, with her underwear, yeah, her like, butt. exposing her butt or something yeah. like that. Um, who else jumped in? You know who didn't jump in? And who I oh, still... Oh, yeah. You, you were checking up to the minute of recording right yes. now. Yes. Gigi Hadid 
all eyes are on you. Staying because silent. you are the person who sits very much in the middle of these two families. Families being Taylor Swift and her squad and then the Kardashians. Yeah. Um, because Gigi is like best friends with Kendall. Yeah. But also is at Taylor's uh, 4th of July party. Yeah. So some other people who like got involved in this one way or the other was Demi Lovato, who's been anti-Taylor Swift for a while now. She's been liking anti-Taylor tweets, yeah, right? Yeah, that's how she got involved. She was liking anti-Taylor tweets. Zendaya likes some anti-Taylor tweets, then yeah. unlikes them. Yeah, apparently it was like a picture of her with the squad, and then like a picture of her with in Beyonce, Beyonce's yeah. video, and it's like when Zendaya like realized she was with the wrong group or something, and she liked that. Um, and Pharrell like retweeted uh, like another pro Kim anti Taylor tweet. Yeah. So like all these celebs all got involved, and pretty much team Demi, Zendaya, and Pharrell on that as well. But even even like Hillary Clinton in her own way got involved today. Oh. Did you see this? No. Well, Chris Christie gave that big speech last night at the yeah, Republican yeah. National Convention. Um, and we usually don't talk about politics on this podcast, except. Tiffany Trump. Trump. <laughs> um, but then uh, Hillary posted like behind the scenes footage of Christie and Hillary in February where like Christie was like giving her all this praise and yeah. all this stuff. And he, Hillary pulled a Kim. Oh yeah, it's true. She has the receipts. She has the receipts. Um, it was interesting that Kylie and Kendall didn't really get involved, but but some... At one point, Kendall posted a bunch of snake emojis, but then deleted them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. But some someone on the internet dug up some lip-syncing uh, video of Kendall and Kylie lip-syncing a, a Taylor song. I, I think the song Picture to Burn. Yeah, I don't... I, I'm not... Vintage Taylor. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really knowledgeable of Vintage Taylor. And it was Vintage Kylie. Kendall looks exactly Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kylie's a different human in that. Um, but I do have my own little story of Kendall and Kylie from this past weekend. Oh, yeah. They almost earned Freak of the Week because of this incident. There's but. just too many freaks <laughs> this week. <laughs> so apparently, for those of you who don't know, Kendall and Kylie have their own fashion line. Um, I think it's carried at Nordstrom from where I learned. I thought it was Pacific Sunwear. No, 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 that's right. I asked that question. So let me back up a little bit. So I was at a wedding in Albany. Um, and a friend of mine, Fran, uh, I learned that she was wearing a Kendall and Kylie dress. And I mm -hmm. said, oh, is this from Pacific Somewhere? And no, it's like in an actual department store. And she got it on a good sale. Um, but so we're at, we're at this wedding. We're supposed to catch a shuttle to the ceremony. And she puts the dress on and it starts falling apart. So the other girls with her are trying to like stitch it all back together. Oh my god. And then they're running late. Is this late. her first time wearing it? Yeah. So they're running late. They come downstairs and the shuttles leave. So Kendall and Kylie cause us to miss our shuttle to the wedding ceremony. Like all throughout the night, the dress, their fault. the dress was falling apart. We started tweeting at Chris. I mean, we really blame Chris in the situation because... Like I'm sure Chris should have known better. Chris, Chris should have should have picked a better like uh, factory manufacturer. manufacturer. So well, I've also heard complaints about Kylie's lip kits. Oh yeah, I've heard a lot. It coming half full, the brushes like getting all askew. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you get a full kit, that's fine. But like some people don't even receive their kits. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So they really need to look into their business practices. Um. But I think that's pretty much it. I think we're both. Team Kim on this, obviously. Yes. 
Let, we definitely are Team Kim. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Mother and Father Monster. Oh no, Mother and Father <laughs> no longer. Oh. So. Well, TMZ. Yeah, TMZ broke the fact that Taylor Kinney and Lady Gaga, aka Stephanie Germanata, uh, had broken up. Mm -hmm. She was spotted uh, without her ring in Cabo. She had a girls' trip. Um, they haven't been at events together. Uh, Taylor celebrated his 35th birthday and, and Lady was nowhere to be found. So eventually Gaga responded to this all in an Instagram post, which seems to be like where a lot of celebs... It's where they release their statements. They release their statements, yeah. So Lady says, Taylor and I have always believed we are soulmates. Just like all couples, we have ups and downs and we have been taking a break. We are both ambitious artists hoping to work through long distance and complicated schedules to continue uh, the simple love we have always shared. Please root us on. We're just like everyone else and we really love each other. I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. And so is... Even though he's a meathead. Well, I mean, if that's what she wants... He like, looks like a slab of beef. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but not only are we rooting for them, but so is personal friend of the show, Dorinda Medley, and also who happens to be a personal friend of Gaga, as we've mentioned before, they, they've met and taken a picture together. So Dorinda responds, praying for you both in all caps and a prayer hands emoji. Yeah. I like noticed this like late last night when I was, you know, when you check like the, to see which of your friends yeah. are liking things and it's usually like a bunch of gay guys liking a lot of selfless or Selfless. Selfless. <laughs> shirtless selfies. Yeah. But I noticed that then. Um, and it was a gift. Yeah, so hopefully Dorinda's support get, uh, carries them through this troubled time. I think they're going to make it through. I hope so. Uh, so, Brennan, tell us about uh, what's out there in the job world for us all. So, oh, yeah. So, um, if any of you <laughs> are extra creative with social media, enjoy writing things and blogging and can handle <laughs> fast-paced energy and always on the go people, then this is just the job for you? <laughs> Was that it? <laughs> you know, you know, I don't know if you can read, Brendan. <laughs> no, but always on, it doesn't make sense. Um, we are, we, meaning Ramona Singer, Real Houses of New York, is looking for someone to work a part-time about 15 to 20 hours a week, who is so it doesn't make sense. It's not written. Yes, well. it is. Who is social media savvy with strong writing skills to work with a celebrity in Manhattan? You must be flexible on your hours and tough skinned, I think is the, the key. Be prepared to be creative when it comes to posts and ideas. Your ideas will always be welcomed. Um, and then it says uh, you can send your contact information to info at ramonasinger.com. So they didn't really hide that celebrity part well. Yeah. They should have created, like, a fake email address. Also, is this going to be her personal, like, her full-time, not her full-time, but, like, her personal assistant? Because, well, it kind of sounds like bullshit to say, like, your hours are only 15 to 20 hours, but then you have to be flexible with it. So I it's know. like, you have to be, like, at the ready for Dorinda. Like, you can't hold another not job. Not Dorinda Ramona. Oh, yeah, not Dorinda. <laughs> never Dorinda. She would never uh, treat someone like this. No, Ramona. Like, you have to be ready to, to jump whenever yeah, she needs you. Yeah, I mean... You. Does it, like, make a living wage? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I guess this is better than what Sonya does. Yeah. But, like, it seems like Sonya has enough people that, like, there's always enough around that if you have something else to do, like, you can deal with your own business. Like, yeah. Ramona, Ramona wants you to be, like, ready to come help her, but yet yeah, only it's not a full-time job. Yeah. I, I it, 
will someone please apply? Just go through the motions of applying Ooh. and report back to us. You don't have to follow through or anything. Yeah. But, like, just apply and see see what kind of response you get. Yeah, like, maybe you get to, like, a few rounds of interviews. Let us know. Yeah, and then you can email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com or post on our Facebook page. Or, like, no, if you actually get a review, <laughs> an interview with Ramona, then you, you can, can be a guest. You can go <laughs> to Dan's apartment and record with us. Yes. So that's the that's the what we're challenging you all with. That's what we're, what we're challenging you with. Sorry for the reading issues at the beginning of that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, post a screenshot of this ad and see if you can decipher what it's saying in the first two sentences. Yeah. Um, so I guess the biggest news of the week uh, <laughs> happened all last night. I mean, this is like if you're listening to Come Through Queen, you know how important this is. If you've been following us since the first. A uh, few episodes, we've been sharing our love of Tiffany Trump for like four months now. Truly, truly. And I do believe that we are the reason why she's a gay icon. She's having a media moment yeah. right now. <laughs> we've been talking about her for months. I've been tweeting about her. I looked back at my tweets. I've been tweeting about her since November 2015. Oh my God. No, she was on nobody's radar then. No one's, yeah. I've she been had- listening to Like a Bird. Wait, let's get into this. So Tiffany Trump spoke at the Republican National Convention last night. Yes. She was well-received from what I watched in the punditry afterwards. Yeah. I mean, she's, like, it's been two nights of speakers so far. We we obviously haven't caught Wednesday night stuff because we have housewives to attend to. Um, but I think people are saying she's she was, like, the best speech the so far. The strongest one so far. <laughs> Um, it was short. I mean, it, it was not five long. minutes long. Yeah. Um, everyone was rightly commenting that she sounded like Vanessa Byers' Miley Cyrus impression. Yeah. Which I got. It was very Miley. Um, I w- I do want to talk about her song "Like a Bird." Okay. Which we have talked about before. We have talked about this. But there's before, more to say. But. I have noticed, and I've been pretty much closely monitoring, like, in what venues I can listen to this song on. Yeah. And I noticed quietly in the past, I don't know if it was, like, the past week or the past couple days, Like a Bird has made its way to iTunes. Yeah, because if you look back to the episode where we first discussed Like a Bird, we said how it was only available on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, and it's made its way into iTunes. Somebody's posted a YouTube video with the track on it that now has 30,000 <gasps> views in one day. Wow. She's a star. She's a star. <laughs> Taylor Swift is shook right now. Truly the queen of pop is coming. Wait, so I'm going to call you out. You you bought the song. I bought the song for 99 cents. And so did Alex as well. Well, I think <laughs> I, I, I'm i not looking at it as supporting Donald Trump. I'm looking at it as supporting an up-and-coming artist. Yeah, who an just, indie artist. She just graduated from college. Yeah. Um, I have a theory that she's secretly a Democrat. So Well... Her boyfriend, who was at the convention with her, Ross Mechanic. Ross Mechanic. Uh, that's it's, not it's his job. Name. That's his name. <laughs> uh, he apparently was registered as a Democrat, which I think like a bunch of the Trump children actually were registered as well, Democrats before. No, a bunch of the Trump children weren't registered, and they didn't oh, register here, in yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a. She, yeah, she. Well, no. Alex actually commented last night because they they said what her double major at UPenn was. It was like urban studies and like sociology. And or sociology, like and, and he was like, "How is it possible that someone made double majoring in that would be a Republican?" So I, she's totally just like speaking for the, the exposure for like a bird. 
Yeah, and to after the election, <laughs> she's going to change her name to Tiffany Maples. I would support that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess that's it for the news this week. We have a bunch of shows to talk about, so we'll jump right into that. Um, let's start with The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yes. So we start with Melania's eyebrows getting ripped apart in, in preparation for... New Year's? Or... Yeah, New Year's. New Year's because... Yeah. Uh, or no, Christmas Eve. Oh yeah, Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah, I forgot. We celebrated two holidays in one episode just now. Yeah, and Christmas Eve... The Christmas Eve part was funny. I realized I didn't take any notes about it, but like now that it's... <laughs> now that it's like... Now that you say it, I, I'm like, it was hilarious. Just like the preparation to get to the Gorgas, I thought... Yeah. Like... Well, like, Teresa's known for taking the annual holiday picture where they all look crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, but this year, she didn't go out and pay someone to do it. She got paid to do it by, by one of the People magazines. Ma- People Magazine, which is a good one. Oh, oh, yeah. People will pay a few dollars for that. Yeah. Um, and I think that was, like, the first official picture of the fam post-release. Yeah. And Gia's screaming. Uh, well, not screaming, but, like, fighting with Joe Giudice. Like, there's, there's like, the continued tension between the two of them. Oh, the real mother and father of the family. Yeah. Matriarch and patriarch. Patriarch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I'd like to comment on what Teresa was wearing, because I loved it. It was a different look for her. Well, Teresa looks really good right now. Well, yeah, she's, like, really slim, but she was, like, usually, I feel like she'll wear, like, a cocktail dress, but she mm. was in, like, a... A little pant? A little pant, like, a black pant, a black top with, like, a little festive red. Yeah. Like, not even a blazer, like a... Like a... Shrug. I don't know. That's a garment. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's doing what she's got to do. She says all her businesses went to shit. Her books, no one's buying them anymore. Um, I get. I don't know. I, I wonder if that means we stuff. couldn't get Fabellini if Ooh, we tried. I wonder if Fabellini still exists. That's that's our next challenge after our special surprise Ooh, tonight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so she needs to get money where she can, and then they, I guess. Joe Gorga is now the official chauffeur of the family since Teresa can't drive and uh, Joe Giudice can't drive. Well, I also want to back up to, like, I think it was the first scene of the episode. Okay. It's Dolores showing up to Jacqueline's house with, like, her phone, and they, like, watch Teresa's lawyer talk, and then Jacqueline starts crying, and then that's where it's, like, there's hope for amended friendship. Yeah. On both sides. Yeah, yeah. But but then they'll end up both screwing up. Which we'll I know, to. but Dolores is going to be the bridge to that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is Dolores the Dorinda of New She Jersey? is. Oh, wow. She's the glue. She's the glue. Okay. Uh, so, we, we, we actually see... We, last week we saw uh, Teresa come home and reunite with her immediate family, and then we see her reunite with her ex- extended family of the Gorgas. Yeah. And Melissa described it perfectly. She said it looked like she, like, took a trip trip to the mall and she's back like she was acting like nothing happened it was so weird like it was not the interaction i was expecting yeah i also noticed something throughout the entire episode teresa made a point to do multiple cheerses mm-hmm. to show off that she had a water bottle instead of like a drink oh yeah she's yeah. on probation yeah yeah but that doesn't stop joe judice well yeah because he hasn't gone in yet yeah but like he's not supposed to drink um I think it's been, like, acknowledged that he has a drinking problem and stuff, mm-hmm. and, like, he just continues to drink on Oh, camera. but, like, l- legally he's allowed to. I think so. I don't okay. know. Okay. But anyway, uh, so, let's see. 
Oh yeah, so Joe Giudice like doesn't know what Christmas is about. He thinks it's the night Jesus died. <laughs> no, he's like, is it crucified or resurrected? And then someone corrected him that it was oh, when he was born. That meathead. Um, so I think like you know I was anti Teresa for most of this. Like I think she was in the wrong for most of how she was acting on Christmas Eve night, with the exception of like I was mostly Team Melissa, except when. Uh, Melissa was asking about the probation officer at the table in front oh, of yeah, everyone at in the, the Christmas table. That's dumb. Yeah, that was dumb and like inappropriate. Like she could have done that. Like she doesn't. She shouldn't do that at all on camera. Yeah, I'm right. trying to think of what it reminded me of, but I I can't remember what reference I want to say. But like, I feel like she. Never mind. Okay. She also had her like book on display on display in the background of. Did that, the dinner table. Did that book even reach, like, New York Times bestseller? No, I don't think so. Sad. Flop. Uh, so, I, I think that's pretty much it for Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. And then we get uh, Ashley and Jacqueline hanging out. Yes. Uh, and it is scary how oh, much they look like. Ashley looks like Jacqueline now. Like well, they, they, they must go to the same surgeon. Yeah. I mean, she's really chasing Jacqueline's look. Well, I, I was saying that I... I was thinking that Jacqueline looks a little more toned down, which was good. Mm, yeah, 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 it's yeah. like they're meeting in they're the middle. Meeting in the middle <laughs> yes. They're finding a common ground, both as a family and plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently, like Ashley's moved in, but now she's gonna move out because she's hearing Chris and Jacqueline get it on at night. I thought she was moving out so she could get it on at night. Well, like yeah, that, but also because like. She's like, well, I hear you guys. Yeah, that conversation was uncomfortable. It was so awkward, yeah. And then, like, when Jacqueline was leaving, like, was Ashley implying that she was gonna, like, masturbate? No, she was implying that she was gonna, like, like get it on with, like, the stuffed animal that she was holding. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I don't... I think <laughs> you took it in, a, in a, a really weird direction. I also just whispered, masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> you are fucked up. All right, uh... So then we get Dol okay. Dolores and Teresa hanging out. At New Year's. No, not that? at New Year's. They're go this is in between Christmas and New Year's. They go get, get their nails done. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And actually, I think after they got their nails done, they went to the farmer's market. It wasn't on, it wasn't <laughs> on the screen, but I was Googling photos of oh, okay. Dolores once. And there's a photo of them leaving a farmer's market so in the same outfit. So this was the first episode that we really got a look into Dolores, and there was no Siggy in this episode, if you noticed. I, I did notice, because Siggy was retweeting, people are go kept on going, where's Siggy? Yeah, oh, <laughs> I, I don't follow her. Okay, but I think what was interesting is Dolores used to be a cop. Yes, well, she had a whole, she had like a whole therapy thing. Yeah. But I was like, in usually I hate when they do therapy, like when Bethany goes to therapy, I'm like, oh, can we stop? But for Dolores, I loved it. Yeah. I got, we got to know that her husband cheated on her. Yeah. Like, like, as she was pregnant with her second child. Yeah. Um, I want to say her Dolores is no Dr. Amador. Like, that, who is Bethany's oh, yeah, famous yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> therapist. Like, this therapist was just sitting there not saying anything. She's like some confused woman. Yeah. It seemed like this was like her first day on the job. And it looked <laughs> like they were in her attic, maybe? Yes, yes. <laughs> they were reporting live from the attic. Um... Yeah, but it was a good opportunity for Dolores to like, uh, like give her story, establish to the herself. Yeah, and I like Dolores's connection to everyone because it feels very natural. When usually, like, they'll pluck a random yeah. friend and just place them in, but like, sh she felt very natural because we've seen her. And well, like, yeah, she's been working 
like for seven years for this moment. Yeah. Um, I think as we discussed what Danielle Staub said last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was an extra in season one. A <laughs> yes, yes. not paid extra. Yeah. Um, so then I guess like this, well, so they're getting their nails done and they're discussing the fact that like, it's Dolores' birthday. <laughs> and her friend Teresa didn't know it. Aww. That was really <laughs> sad. I know. Um, but some people don't like to celebrate their birthday. I know, but if this is her friend, like, Teresa should know when her friend's birthday is. That's true. Or at least, like, the general time, like... Do you think Teresa knows anything about her friends? I don't think Teresa cares. Yeah. Like, thinks about her friends. Um, but, uh, I guess the plan is to have, uh, a get-together dinner or a lunch or something with all the girls to celebrate Dolores. Yeah, so they dropped the, like, oh, we're planning this thing, and it's gonna be the first, it's gonna be, like, the first time that Teresa and Jacqueline are at a party together. Yeah, so we get to that for next week's episode. Yeah. This is just the planting the seeds Planting, yeah. Um, but then I guess it takes us to New Year's. So, New Year's Eve. So Gia Giudice uh, is fighting with her parents because she wants to go out for New Year's Eve. Oh, it, I felt so bad for her because... She deserves it. Joe said, shut your little head, or shut your little face, you fat head, at one point. <laughs> he sounds like Melania. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I think that's where she gets it from. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, duh. Um... Yeah, I think she earned it after this past year to go out. And I think that's what someone said. Maybe, like, Teresa or Dolores I'm or something. I'm trying to think of, like, when I was 14, like, what I did for New Year's. I definitely didn't go out to, like, a party. Yeah. I maybe I, had, like, a friend over. No, but for me, and, like, it was very much how this family operates. Like, New Year's Eve is, like, a family event. Oh, yeah. I guess, like, Italians really care about New Year's Eve for New some Year's. reason. Um... But, but the thing is the, about New Year's is that Teresa was hosting a thing with like yeah, 30, 40 people, parties. and then Jacqueline was hosting a thing, I thought only for her and the Wakili's, because they were all just like sitting in the kitchen yeah. initially, but eventually more people were there. Yeah, they were, I mean, they were, I think there were maybe two other couples there. <laughs> yeah, so then Teresa, when she hears that Dolores is gonna, is party hopping. Oh, it's very Alex McCord, Real Housewives of New York and the Hamptons. Wait, what do you mean? Remember when... Alex McCord went to uh, Jill Zarin's house for like she. Oh, she went like to Ramona. she went to the Countess's and then went to Ramona's. Yeah, or like was supposed to go to one and then like cancel. I don't remember. Oh yeah, that. was supposed to go to the Countess's after she yeah. was at Ramona's and didn't go to the Countess's. That yeah. was season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry for the Alex McCord detour. She, she deserves, she deserves it. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Dolores is planning on party hopping. Yeah. And that, so when Teresa finds this out, she gets on her phone and dials up Jacqueline's number to wish her a happy new year. Yeah. It was a very uncomfortable conversation because even though they're housewives and they're always all on speakerphone, Teresa was, like, offended that Jacqueline yeah. had her on speakerphone in front of the Wakili's. Yeah, because Rosie says... Happy New Year's. Yeah, I was just like... <laughs> I almost tried to do a Rosie impression. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't have that in me. But did you notice that that Kath doesn't speak at all during this party? And she's just, just taking mouse. shots. She's a mouse in the house. <laughs> I know, but you're not going to get your tomato back by not speaking. You need to, like, open up your mouth, Kath. I know. I think she's depressed that she got hers taken away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, yeah. I, it was just, like, dirty of Teresa to, like call out the fact that she's on speakerphone knowing that like 
that's how the show works. Well, also, that's what happened. Another New York thing. Remember when um, the Jill had Ramona on speakerphone and Ramona insulted the Countess? Yes. <laughs> who was sitting right there. Yes, I love that. I love that. Uh, my last thought from New Jersey was, did you notice that when Gia came home after midnight, Joe Giudice wasn't angry at her anymore because he was drunk? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> listeners take note of that <laughs> I mean they covered the fact that he has a problem like on like their one on one with Andy before she went to prison yeah and it was just like gross I, I, I can't wait for him to go and every time I see him drinking wine I think to earlier seasons when he talks about making his own wine and how everyone said that it smelled like disgusting like feet or something so that's what I always think about oh yeah my, I mean my grandfather like used to make his own wine and it, it would smell like grape vodka it's like not pleasant. Oh. Um, so yeah, so that takes us to Orange County now. Orange County. Um, <laughs> did you watch this today? That's how little you care. <laughs> okay. I like watched, I didn't even get through the whole episode. Because, oh my God. <laughs> but I do have a couple things. Okay, tell me. So actually I want to start by talking about what I discovered on TMZ okay. yesterday. There is a video and I didn't realize oh, that it was yeah. before... It was, like, a, from a few months ago. There is a video of Kelly Dodd, the new OC housewife, yeah. being racist and implying that she's going to cheat on her husband. She while, probably does anyway. Yeah, when she was drunk outside of that one club, The Nice Guy, in L.A., which is, mm-hmm. like, hard to get into, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then there's a follow-up video of TMZ catching up with Heather Dubrow at LAX, showing her the video, being like, this person is rumored to be a housewife, and the the look on Heather DeBro's face, <laughs> trying to figure out how to like spin it, how to get through this conversation without yeah. confirming that this woman's a housewife, yeah, yeah. but also being like racism sucks, yeah, 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 yeah. is the most interesting thing. We I should post it because like if you study Heather's face, she's mm-hmm. also standing outside of LAX like at at arrivals or whatever, and someone's like shoving a phone in her face, mm-hmm, so it's just like mm-hmm. it's a very good clip. I've also been um, listening to Heather DeBro's podcast the last few days. Okay. Is it better than ours? <laughs> don't, don't turn this off. <laughs> no. Stay um, with us. No, but uh, check out like the first episode because it's interesting because she has Tamara and Shannon on. Okay. Um, anyways, on to the episode. Alright, so let me, I guess I'll just run through quickly the big events since you seem to not really know what's going on. Yeah, but I do have I do have a couple things to okay. say about a couple things. Okay, so we this was like part two of a two be continued of like they don't even need to be a 2B. They're at Kelly's house. Yeah. It's like the beach party moves inside and Vicky and Bador are arguing. Uh, and like Vicky's like saying, he lied to me. I didn't lie. Which is bullshit. Because like she admitted that she lied during the reunion about the whole IV thing. Well, yeah. And also backing it up, they at the beginning of that, at the beginning of that exchange, they hug and then it goes to a confessional of Vicky and she goes, hugging Shannon is like hugging a corpse cold as ice well yeah because because shannon says in her confessional she did not want to hug vicky so. i know but i just so i laughed out loud i mean i think you know Bador's obviously right in the argument but i think Bador needs to back down a little bit because like you have to forgive vicky like this is the housewives like you can't be angry forever also remember that blind item that we read like yeah. several episodes ago about the rats jumping off the ship and then not getting yeah. back on looking for our food <laughs> not getting back on in time to like make up with Vicky yeah so I, I fear for Shannon I fear for her um, other than that uh, Megan like keeps trying to be funny during confessionals and like 
angers me. Yeah, I don't need, like, the IVF stuff. Like, I don't need to see you putting, sh like, you're afraid of shots, so why do you think everyone else is okay with seeing shots yeah. constantly? But Megan did say one good thing. Ugh. What? When Vicky was just, like, at the end of that party, like, I just want to be friends with everyone again, and Megan goes, well, Vicky, we were never oh, friends. Oh, yeah, that was funny. But that wasn't in the confessional. I just, like, I could deal with her in scenes, but mm -hmm. the confessional, she's trying so hard. Um, Heather needs a monster move into her new house. Shut up about the stupid house. I just want to see the house already and be like, this is a cool house and get over it. Well, but... she, she was on Watch Adams Live within the past week, maybe, and says the house is not done. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, never going to end. But they have been, like, pictures have been popping up of, like, done rooms, so it looks like they're getting okay, somewhere. Maybe, like, maybe we're now in the month of moving in. Yeah. Um, Brianna is going to die. And the cameras are there to capture this. Well, did you catch when she was walking out of the garage and she like sees the camera and freaks out? Yes, <laughs> it was, was so good. Well, I mean, it was like fucked up. I mean, it was it was like it was. I was rooting for her in that moment. Like, yeah, it was yeah. good that she was like, yeah, this yeah. is one step too far. Yeah, yeah. I actually want to hear what Vicky will say about that in like a reunion or a Watch Weapons Live because like. After last year, where she talked about when her mom, she got the call about her mom yeah, dying, yeah, yeah. she was like, well, I signed up to be on reality TV, yeah, yeah. but like, this is different because Brianna didn't. Yeah. Actually, I think Brianna's making a small salary. But. Yeah, she's making it. She's getting a check. Uh, I get, they talked about the fact Megan is a millennial. Same. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same too. <laughs> Barely. Um, and you notice that Tamara shows up in... Vicky's phone as Judge Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> the Honorable Judge Tamara. Oh, stop. Um, but do you think that the thing with Sarah, Tamara's daughter-in-law, being at the same gas station was, like, natural? Or was that, like, I couldn't, like, plans? wrap my head around of, like, why this was a big deal. Like, was it because she, like, was going to watch the kids while... Well, yeah, she came over to watch the kids while... Vicky went oh. to the hospital. And then, like, Tamara was, like, begging Jesus for this. Yeah, but she does that. For everything. <laughs> like, for her for her trainer. Um, you know, I want to say, like, with all these scenes, we finally get a scene of Shannon planning a party, I think it was. Oh, I didn't make it that far. Oh, well, I was going to say, Shan like... Her 70s party coming up next her, week. Though. Her scene was the only one where I was like, oh. Like, I feel like half, like she's the only housewife I enjoy watching on OC right now. I said today to somebody that I am prepared to put Shannon in my top five housewives. Oh. Wow. I'm thinking about it and I'm like, that makes sense to me. Okay. Me? Shannon Bador. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, anything else? Oh, well, you didn't watch the rest of the episode. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I guess like uh, Vicky's talking about Ryan being stuck in Oklahoma. And oh, yeah, this is what you missed. So, uh, you know, obviously Ryan's still in Oklahoma, and Brianna's with Vicky in the OC now, and Vicky, in, in a confessional, says, Ryan's asking the hierarchies to leave Oklahoma, and they say uh, he has to stay, and she says, welcome to our government. So that's very... <laughs> oh my god, she's voting for Trump. Yes. I love when we could like, tell <laughs> who a housewife is voting for by watching. Um, and then, uh, I get, like... I think it's Bador and Tamar are out to like a meal together, and they're talking about the fact that that uh, Rihanna's out here in the OC without her husband. Uh huh. And they say, "Oh, well, like, why? Why isn't he here? Like, why did she leave him?" And then they like theorize, "Well, I bet you uh, Vicky bought Rihanna a house, but there were strings attached." Like, which she did. Which, well, yeah, she bought the house, but said, but they they say. 
I'll buy you a house, but you have to move out here now. Like, uh, regardless of what Ryan could or could not do with regards to his job. Because, like... Well, also, works. I bet Vicky was afraid that the other woman would reject her, so she would need a storyline, oh, so she would need Brianna yeah. out here to film with yeah, her. Yeah, a lot of behind-the-scenes... Because Brianna is one of the rare... Children that feels K-O-H like... K.O.H. that gets, like, the confessionals and stuff like that. Yeah. I was actually amused that Ashley um, Holmes still gets testimonials and confessionals. She deserves it. I know, but I was, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, anything else that you have on another scene? Oh, one, did you know that Heather has twins too? Yeah, but all... Oh yeah, Heather and Bedora. Shannon, yeah. Twins, yeah. twins, yeah. I learned that from her, from her podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but like all of Heather's kids look like a different age. Yeah. As does Shannon's twins. It's very weird. There must be something in the water in Orange County. Well, no, because um, uh, Heather had her twins when she was she was pregnant with their twins when they were still living in LA oh okay <laughs> uh, well that's it for OC this week we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with the rest of our shows and the deep dive for this week so stay tuned alright we're back so we're going to jump into Big Brother catch up a little bit because it's been two weeks since we talked about it yeah we just watched the most recent episode Wednesday night's episode which was the power of veto power of veto so let's talk about how do you feel about the season I like this season okay so I've only watched the two previous seasons compared to this one mm-hmm. and I actually like this season a lot more I think it's stronger I feel a little less like sure of what's coming and what's happening who's with who I like it I think it's stronger in terms of like uh, the the game and the mechanics mm-hmm. but like in terms of the characters I'm paying all my attention to like the, the, the returners. returners yeah the returners and like Polly and Paul are who yeah. are the and, stars and, and Tiffany oh yeah Tiffany but, like it, it's like either returners or people who have like a tie to past players and then Paul yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so who are you rooting for right now right now I am rooting for of the returners I'm rooting for Devon yeah Mama Day who um, we may be losing. Yeah, I was rooting for Nicole, but I feel like she's always chasing after a man, and so it's making me like her less this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm sort of rooting for Paul. That's who I was going to say, too. Yeah, like, I remember when we were reading, remember when we were reading off, like, the bios of the mm-hmm. people, and we were like, he came across in his bio, it's like such a douchebag. I was going to say that, but we might have young listeners. I, we've been cursing <laughs> as well. Um... But yeah, he came across so badly in his bio, but on the actual season, he's like, he's playing a very good social game. Well, also, like, I don't think either of us liked him when he was aligned with all the, like, freaks in the beginning, like (laughs) Jose and Victor. And Victor. But then he's, like, left all by himself, so now he has, like, a good shot of going far, I feel like. Yeah, he's making a muffin. He's making muffins. He's the muffin man He keeps on saying, friendship, friendship. Um... About mechanics this season, though, it's like, there's a lot going on, and it's better than the Battle of the Block. I'm glad that's gone. Yeah. But the team thing is lasting a little too long. Hopefully, like, after this whole, like, the, the first five people get kicked out, 
have a chance to return. Yeah. Hopefully, once that person returns, it like goes back to normal Big Brother rules. Yeah. Also, you were saying that like. We thought we were going to be seeing the competitions between the people who are yeah. in sequester or whatever. It seems like a missed opportunity for, like, online content for CBS, because they could have been showing, like... Like, they do this on uh, Top Chef. Like, mm-hmm. they do... They, they did exactly pretty much this premise of, like, you get kicked off, and then the next person gets kicked off, those two people fight it out, and yeah, then yeah, you, yeah. Just, like, you just keep fighting your way back. And that was all online. But we haven't seen any of that yet. Yeah. When I thought we were going to see it weekly. But I think what they're going to do is they're not going to tell us who it is. So it's going to be a big surprise for yeah. like when the fifth person gets out. And then they'll show us like a long package sort of like going through what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, going to be a like, please welcome to the stage. Yeah, I'm curious to see it. But um, yeah, I'm liking Big Brother. Um, it's good. So let's move on to New York. So the special, special surprise... Um, taste tester today. Yeah, we have a little beverage. We finally, after the saga that we've put y'all through, <laughs> we've been emailing. We've been emailing. We've been texting. We've been tweeting. Facebooking. Facebooking. We finally Ooh. found a bottle of Tipsy Girl sparkling rosé. Yeah, we're polishing it off right now as we speak. Yeah, well, we were gonna save it for uh, the actual when we were recording New York, but we decided to have it pair with dinner. Pair with dinner. I'm- a nice whole thirty compliant dinner. And so, so what happened is that we saw Tipsy Girl's Facebook page post that there were bottles on the shelf. Yeah. At Waverly Wine and Spirits. This was just after last week's episode. I feel like it was the day after. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So then, we I, before I came to dance today, I picked up a bottle. Mm-hmm. Seventeen ninety nine. It's. It's reasonable. Reasonable. Not, 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 not a cheap brand. Not a cheap brand. But also but not, not yeah. nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, I think it's the right price point for her. Because, okay. like, the freaks who are going to buy this, like, are going to buy it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was over 20 bucks, people would probably not, like, the fans would probably not buy it. Mm-hmm. But, like, 10 or 11 bucks, like, you could definitely get more. But an interesting tidbit is the location of this particular liquor store mm. is... Literally right around the corner from where the storefront for Tipsy Girl yeah, is. Yeah, that's our next mission. If it ever opens. I would love to be there at the opening. Let's get ourselves yeah. invited. Okay. Um, so what do you, how do you, how does it taste? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying this just to, like, get Let's us smoke in, up anyone's Just ass. to get us invited to the opening of the restaurant, but I actually like this. Now, I've, I've never had a sparkling rosé before. Really? I've had rosé. I've had champagne, I've had sparkling white non-champagne, uh, so this is like a, a, a new experience for me, and I actually like it. Like, I've n- never been like a huge fan of rosé. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've had like a few weird bottles here and there, but this is like nice, it's fruity. Very bubbly. It's bubbly. It remains bubbly. Like, it's, we're a good hour and 15 out from when we uh, popped opened it, it popped yeah. it and it's still bubbly yeah it's still bubbly uh we were instructed by facebook tipsy girl to keep it very chilled so i threw it in the freezer for a few minutes before we uh popped it and it's been a great experience it paid off so that's the that's the um tipsy girl yeah this might be the official beverage i've come through queen and, and i feel like this is this cheetah brand is going to take down skinny girl yeah i won't well we we haven't had the official taste test comparison i've only had skinny girl margarita which i didn't like because it tastes like medicine 
Yeah, it needs more tequila. Mm. Um, so let's jump into the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're at Mohegan Sun. Yeah, we're, and, we uh, zoomed up to Mohegan Sun, and we're only there for one segment. Yeah, they're only there overnight, and it was so weird because they went overnight, but like. Bethany went to sleep early. Who does that in, like, the one night that you yeah. have it, on a vacation? I think that's so weird. Also, she was doing handstands at dinner, much like Kyle fucking mm, Richards doing splits yeah, at not parties. A good look. Not a good look. Everyone felt like they needed to compliment her. Yeah. Um, while they're away, I guess Jules is in a side conversation, and she's talking about Bethany, saying how, like, Someone with a skinny girl brand is bashing a real skinny girl. Oh, that's true. Oh, we are up right now. Dan's phone is going off, but um, yeah, Bethany or Jules is still on this kick with Bethany, and I think I'm Team Jules on this. She said something. She made a really good point. Well, y'all know what team I'm on, and it's not Beth. <laughs> well, she made a she made a really good point about how. Like, if you know so much about, like, what I'm going through, then you should know to, like, yeah. stop making a big deal out of it. Like, somebody who's going through recovery shouldn't have to deal with, like, oh, yeah, definitely. people telling them that they make them feel unsafe and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, and then we learned Dorinda is a step instructor? This was, okay, and if somebody can, like, clarify this for us, because, like, I don't know if, I don't know if we know if she, like, is a step instructor from like a past life or if it was just on this trip mm -hmm. because they didn't really make that clear but we had a really it was a really fun little thing on the uh bus with like her and bethany yeah doing aerobics i liked one thing i liked about this episode is that everyone started getting along again yeah and it like makes the show so much better yeah yeah, yeah. like they can have their little fights but like when everyone's like sort of like in these low-level, like, good friendships where they're not, not getting too escalated about yeah, things, yeah, yeah. it makes it so much better, in my opinion. Well, we're in episode 16, and it took 15 episodes to finally get here, like, everyone able to be in the same room together. Yeah, so another thing that I liked, and this was still at the casino, Bethany let Carol out of her sight. Oh, like, yes. let Carol do her own thing. And I feel like it makes Carol look a lot better. Well, yeah, we both agreed this was maybe Carol's best episode. She was, like, sitting at the uh, blackjack table with Jules. Praying. They were, they were praying. They were gambling with Kayvon. Yeah. It was just, like, so refreshing after, like, this long slog of, like, the two sort of uh, mean girls yeah, that yeah, we've yeah. been going through. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else from Mohegan Sun? No, but then we jump right oh, back into... Carol. Carol. In... The, possibly the craziest conversation. Yeah, this was the this was Carol's biggest scene of the season, I would say. Yes. It, so it was Carol and Adam talking about um, and baby and babies in and the I, room. I will baby. note that baby is the cousin of Megan King Edmonds' dog. I found out on Instagram. Yeah. So ha like, is it a blood relation or They're is it kind of like... the same breeder? Megan really? Megan King Edmonds posted a photo of her her dog, <sighs> Carol and baby. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because, like, it's both Megan and Carol are very similar in confessionals of, like, trying so hard to be funny. Yeah. So let's go back. Sorry. Let's go back to the conversation okay, with right. Adam and yeah, Carol. Yeah, so you really took us off track. Sorry. Okay. So, um... This isn't a train. So, Carol and Adam have been working on the book, and Carol talked to her agent, and the agent said, okay, like, if someone buys a book, it's going to take a year until it's actually published... Is that okay? <laughs> like, and then it's like, it took like a second for the gears to turn in my brain. I was like, wait, 
like the agent is insinuating like are you going to still be with Adam in a year yeah and it was like and then shocking Carol like has this conversation with Adam she didn't even have to like she could have kept that to herself yeah but or then like had it off camera <laughs> bonkers conversation about whether or not they're going to be together in a year and what that means if they publish this book together and like will they be able to do the book tour together it's like their biggest talk about commitment I guess that they've ever had and they're having it on camera and then Carol starts listing off the other women and their relationship statuses. Yeah, and she's and like, she's we're like, the best. We're the most normal. Which And Adam's just kind of like sitting there like... Uh, yeah, and Adam's <laughs> like, I'm 27. <laughs> Wait, is he 27? No, nah, maybe not 27, but he's like around... But he's younger than you. I think so. That is wild. <laughs> wild. Um, but then it like devolves even further. Like Carol's like, okay... Let's both say how happy we are on a scale of 1 to 10. Ready? Go. And then, like, she blurts out 8. Uh-huh. And then he says 10, like, seconds later. But, like, I feel like he... He's not at a 10. I agree. I think... I think mean, he was just saying that to, like, fuck with her. Oh. Um, but I feel like this, this scene is them acknowledging that they're not gonna stay together. Well, I mean, good for them, I guess. Yeah, fine. <laughs> um, next, Ramonia's back. It seems like Ramonia's back in full force almost. Yeah, ex- like the only like thing that is missing from Ramonia is like Sonia drinking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we there was a scene of them shopping, and Ramona was like in a fur coat that she's like trying on. Yeah. She goes, "I look like a lamb." Bah. To no one in particular. Sonia hadn't even arrived yet. And then Sonia walks in, and she's like, oh, I look like the flying nun. Yeah. And then did you hear her do the, uh, what's it called? What's the thing that she always repeats that Bethany called her out on during the Atlantic City trip last year? Justad? Justad? Justad. Smokey up to? Smokey up to Justad? Yeah. Um... I didn't even write anything down from the scene. Um, <laughs> it was just them like bit rambling at each other and then like texting Luann's man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's zoom forward because yeah. I don't care about Bethany. Well, um, no, I do care. The one thing I do care is saying, Mommy, please, when she pees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, and then also when she said, Bryn knows that I'm not well. Yeah. <laughs> I know that as well, Beth. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Okay, uh, Dorinda steals uh, a few packets of Splenda. She's sitting there at that restaurant in a mustard sweater. Ooh, with a mock turtleneck underneath. Yes, she looks great in my opinion. I love a mustard. Mm. Um, Ramona comes in, and I think it was like her season one promo pick fur that she can be seen wearing in the promo picks for season oh, one. Oh, weird. I didn't um, notice that. Anyways... Uh, Ramona is... Rem- Ramona also, like, comes in with some... I don't know if she's, like, trying to make a thing. Like, she said, oh, like, it's the Ramona's four Fs. Oh, yeah. Food, fashion, fitness, finance. But then, like, had nothing to do with what they were talking about. I don't know. It was, like, so out of place as if she's trying to, like, create a... A brand. A little brand. Like yeah. a brand. A cheetah brand. <laughs> um, uh, I-, I did stop and rewind numerous times after the scene. It where, was so annoying. Where, where Dorinda's calling Luann, because, like, she has Luann saved as some weird name on her phone. It looks like it says Luanna Du, D-E-A-U. Isn't that, like, similar to her? Wait, Luanna Du. Oh. Oh, my God. (laughs) We are finally figuring this out. 
I thought it was like Lumanadu, like Xanadu. Yeah, no, it's Lumanadu, <laughs> like her maiden name, which is so weird that she, like, does Lumanadu go by her maiden name? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so they're talking about planning this engagement party yeah. for Luann, but like, it's weird Ramona that wanted Ramona's, to do it. Ramona's like so into planning it yeah. because she's the one who dated Tom. It's just all really weird. So and Dorinda takes the, the wheel. Dorinda, Dorinda takes the wheel. And we have a dinner back at where uh, yeah. where Ramona's Christmas party was. With everyone except Beth. Yeah. And it felt so good. <laughs> it sort of did feel really I good. I mean, like, Carol was able to, like, be a normal human. Yeah. The problem is, is, like, Carol has no real friends at that table. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why, like, we kind of need Heather. Yeah, but, like, she has... She used to have a friendship with, like, Ramona. Yeah. And she could have had a friendship with Dorinda. Yeah, I don't think she respects any of those women. That's okay. Um, they were all wearing black, like witches, except for Luann in white. And a white top and a jean. Do you think they planned that? Maybe. This is like, you know how in, like, the Atlanta reunions, they all s- sort of show up in the same color palette? They're, t- they're instructed. Like, Bravo yeah. plans it. Well... They only do that for Atlanta, but do you think, like, they planned this for this party? We're all going to wear black and... I feel like they did it for Beverly Hills, too. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but we learn that a trip is happening. A trip is finally happening. We thought all we were going to get was Mohegan Sun. Yeah, well, I mean, so... We try to do the math on this. So, we are in episode 16 right now, which is easy to remember because it's the same number of episodes that's come through Queen... Which means the premiere was four months ago, which means that was in March. Luann got engaged in February, I think. Yes. So, yes, because, okay, whoa. Um, (laughs) And Bethany in this episode says, like, it's been, like, it's crazy what, like, two months would do between her and Sonia. So that time period makes sense Mm -hmm. because they fought Christmas time. So... Like, the trailer must have already been, like, put together by the time this trip was about to happen. Because none of these scenes seem to be in it. Yeah, nothing's in... We know nothing about this trip, other than, like, the short preview we were given tonight, which wasn't even that much. Yeah. I'm, like, kind of worried nothing's going to happen during the trip. It didn't even really look like Hawaii to me. It looked like Miami. Well, they were on a boat the whole, like, the whole time. I, like, do people go on yachts in Hawaii? I don't know. Well, I will learn, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Bethany had a friend come? Yeah. I don't like this. I'm worried about this trip. It feels weird. I mean, I'm glad a trip is happening, but I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens next week. Yeah, on, I mean, uh, I'm glad Carol's on the Lou wagon. <laughs> <laughs> and not the campus wagon. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so let's get into our deep dive. Yeah. We've got a f- I feel like this is a fun one. Oh my god, it's so much fun. Alright, so let's explain how this is happening. Okay, so we're going to be talking about the kids of the housewives in honor of um, Tiffany, Tiffany Trump. Trump. <laughs> the, the, our, the first child. <laughs> yes. Um, so we each have a top five list, and we agreed to make it uh, have no overlap. So yeah, we came up with our five, top five lists separately, and then we compared them, and Dan had to drop two of his. Yeah, because Brennan had ranked them higher than mine. Yeah. So, But we worked it out, and we each have a top five list. So, uh, 
Should you go first? Should I do all five of them, or should I do... Yeah, do all five. Okay. My number five is a, is a wild card. Mm. And it's more based on <laughs> it's more based on what he's grown to be. Oh my god, you are crazy! And it's Joseph Wakili. I've noticed in the past couple of years he's turned into a strapping young gentleman. Wow. <laughs> and then I thought back on it, and I was okay. like, oh, he was always a little delight. Remember, like him and Victoria and Rosie, and Rosie yeah. telling them he, she was gay. I mean, I love the whole family. And then Rosie and him stole that car the one time. Yeah. And by the car, I mean took the dad's car for a joyride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always felt like he was a delight. I agree. Good choice. My number four... Probably not expected by the, the community. Yes, and, and mine aren't all like, oh, I love these people and think that they're great people, or like, oh, they make great TV. It's a mixture of yeah, all Yeah, mishmash. So my number four is a double doozy. Mm. It's Alexa and Raquel Curtin. <laughs> oh my god. For... That one season... Yeah, many where of you guys might not know who these people are. The one season of Real Housewives of OC where they were the ones who were served their parents' eviction papers. Yeah. Then the finale taping, when they, all, they always have a big party at the finale. Yeah. They, like, first showed up drunk, I think. But then, yeah. like, they were whispering in Lindsay or, like, can I just have one beer? Yeah. They were, like, 16. They were very abusive to their mom. One of them ended up doing porn... Yeah, they turned into, like, rave girls afterwards. And then there's, like, blind items that... Well, I think one of them was arrested for, like, drug use or drug possession uh -huh. or drug sale. And then there was a blind item that Lynn is selling drugs to make end meet. And make ends meet, yeah. Because at one point she only had, like, $30 to her name yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so for these two, it's not like Joseph Wakili where I'm, like, I love their presence in the world after the show or recent years yeah. this is solely oh yeah yeah this is solely During that one season yeah. i don't want to be like oh i love that they're going through all this yeah, yeah. stuff in their lives <laughs> um my number three okay because she's a mainstay long-term presence in our lives is brianna from the oc okay brianna Gunvalson? I don't think that's her last name. Yeah. Her last name. <laughs> from the OC. Um, I think that she is, she brings a bit of sanity mm. to the OC. Yeah. Um, she is able to put her mom in her place. Yeah. She has shown up at multiple reunions, mm -hmm. which is rare for a child of a housewife. Yeah. It's usually just the Manzos. It's like, I think it was only Lauren Manzo. Yeah. When when she, yeah, when the boys ever really showed up. When she asked, the honorable mention Lauren Manzo asking, Teresa Judice to uh, define mid napalm. Oh yeah. After she used it in her Bravo blog. Yes. Okay, so my number two is Melania Judice. Melania, Melania. And I feel like she's like the most obvious yeah. choice. A lot of people have her as number one, but why did you, why did you pick her? I picked her because she always brings a bit of comic relief. She called her dad an old troll. Mm -hmm. Um. Even this season, she's still good. When she kept on running outside to yell at the paparazzi. Yeah, yeah. Um, when Teresa was headed home from prison, she's always got she's always good material for a gif, a one liner. Yeah, I'm curious to see though, like maybe another two or three seasons down the road, because like by then she's gonna be like a teenager. Like she's not gonna be little Melania anymore. Well, maybe she'll be like J -J -J Gia. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, and then my number one. The one true queen, in my opinion, of uh, the Housewives children is Avery Singer. Yeah, for the record, I had ranked her as my number two, but I, I let Brendan take her. Yeah. 
Avery has always been there to give Ramona an eye roll. Mm-hmm. She seems to, despite what the environment she's been gr- brought up in, she seems to turn out to like be an amazing girl. Yeah. Um, she's gotten a little back into like eye rolling at Ramona this season, mm-hmm. especially with that conversation with Lou. Yeah. Um, do you not? Do you remember season one when? Ramona and one of her friends were like playing around that they were gonna kiss and she said we got lesbos in the (laughs) house yes (laughs) I just always have liked Avery Sainer okay so now for my top five I'm gonna uh Brennan like stole two of mine so like my list is like in (laughs) shambles right now but so my number five I'm gonna do I'm gonna split it uh, as a tie Oh. It's going to be a tie between... Well, my, my list is very Jersey-heavy, but it's all about family and kids and that and that series, so... Well, they, all fine. those kids are, like, more of a presence than yeah. a lot of the other cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my tie for number five is going to be uh, Lexi Manzo. No, that's, her last name's not Manzo. I know what, I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, it is? Because we actually have a screenshot. mm mm uh, no, Alexia Io and no, but her Instagram yeah, yeah. is Lex Manzo. Okay. Um, so Lexi and a tie between Lexi and Gabriella Giudice. Okay, so, let's talk about Lexi. So it was interesting because we only saw like Lexi for one season, really, and she disappeared for season two of New Jersey because of a whole like, custody, custody argument and everything. Uh, and then she returned, like, during Dina's return, briefly, and she was, like, she blossomed she from was a, grown woman. A, a little awkward child to a, a woman. Um, and, it was, like, I mean, I think the reason why she ranks so high is not even in Housewives. It's Alex had commented this on our uh, Facebook thread. Uh, she quotes... Uh, Danielle Staub in her yearbook, mm-hmm. senior yearbook photo. Can you read that for us, Brendan? She says, you're either going to love me or hate me. There's no in-between with me. Danielle Staub. And then what did she say? In the and she said on her, she posted this to her own Instagram and she said, my senior quote goes down in history. And she's right. Yeah, I agree. That's, That's like, brilliant. This is the best thing she could possibly do. Yeah. Um, so I have her tied with Gabriella Giudice, which is, um, you know... The, the Judice child that many people sleep on, but she is... She's the one who looks different. Yeah, well, Adriana looks like her, but Adriana, like, still is being styled by her mom, which, like, makes her look more like the other two sisters. Uh-huh. Um, but Gabriella is just, like, her own woman, like, not, like, not a true Judice in terms of, like... Gia and Milani are both very similar and outspoken, and Gabriella just like has her own personality that's like not into the the camera. And well, yeah, she was the one who, when Teresa came back, like they were like, "Can we stay home from school today?" And Gabriella was like, "All ready to go, yeah. already out the door, wanted to be at school, hair straightened, wearing all black." <laughs> yeah. So, who's your number four? Okay, number four. Okay. It's not so much performance on camera, but, like, how she has transformed this opportunity. And that would be Gigi Hadid. Oh, yeah. She, first of all, she didn't get Lyme disease. She's 
One of the stop <laughs> that shouldn't be a that shouldn't be like more points. She, she, no, she gets points for that. No, she's the most it, successful. No, I don't child. agree with that <laughs> comment. She's the most successful child. She's not obnoxious. Uh, love her deep voice. Guest judge on Drag Race. Um, the first person from the Housewives franchise since Camille, Camille Grammer. Grammer. Uh, yeah, it's just like who would have expected like all of this to come from her debut on Housewives. Back then she was just like... Well, it, back then I remember like watching, oh, like another Housewife has her kid out modeling. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Then we didn't realize she was going to become like... An actual like, supermodel. One of the biggest supermodels in the world. I still think that she needs to choose between him <laughs> and Taylor. Yeah, we are waiting. That's why you're not number one, Gigi. All eyes on you, Gigi. Um, so number three, I have Ashley Holmes. Uh, reasons being... Her ongoing fight with Danielle Staub, oh, yes, which caused is by a threat. One of the most iconic lines in all of Housewives history. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, love and light, bitch. Love and light, bitch. Uh, giving her mom several plot points throughout the years, being thrown out of the house multiple times, and changing the spelling of her name, similar to how Ashley Simpson did as well. She also interned for Lizzie Grubman. Mm, yes. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about she's that. She's also pregnant. She's pregnant. And engaged. And engaged. And life is looking up. There's more to come. I'm glad she's back. Back in the tri-state area. <laughs> uh, so that takes us to number two, which is the only uh, both from both of our lists really the only one who's like a really young child. Uh, which would be Aiden Nyga. Yes. Uh, Phaedra and Apollo's son. So, like, he really grew into an adorable kid. At first, he was just like, he didn't do anything. Like, I was like, are you ever going to speak? Or do? But then, he's like the funniest of the little kids. Yeah, and I think he's like, he might be up there as, like, one of Andy's favorite oh, yeah. KOHs. I would say if Andy was ranking it, he would have Melania as number one and Aiden as number two. I forgot that uh, Aiden had made an appearance in the reading. Oh yeah, Aiden's been on a reunion, Aiden's been on like Watch What Happens Live. And that scene where she's driving into school. Oh yeah, that was like one of the most touching scenes of yeah. all time. Yeah, when, when she's dropping off Aiden to school and like dropping them off for the first time. And he's like, I'll always be your baby. Always be your baby, mama. Yeah, he's really cute. Uh, so my number one is Gia Giudice. Uh, we, we caught the beginning of the Bravos tonight, and she was given the role of, like, Miss Golden Globe or Miss Oscar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how they have, like, a celebrity's child as it's a like, presenter. Yeah, it's usually, like, I don't know, like, Patrick Swayze's son or something. I'm sure, like, like the Gummers used to do it back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Gia, she is, she took the role as matriarch during Teresa Checks In. Um, she has a singing career, which is unique for a child uh, of a housewife. She, uh, I mean, we've seen her transform from, I mean, I, when we met her, she was like younger than what Melania is now. Yeah, she was a little, a little, little girl. girl. And now she's in high school. Um, yeah, I think like, it'll be interesting to see if maybe she becomes the first housewife, but we're still like... <laughs> 10 years down the road from that, probably. True. So, let's go over to some of our comments. Yeah, so read our comments. Actually, I will say that it's not necessarily 100% unique for a child of a housewife. Sorry, I'm all of a sudden... Got, a little like, gassy from Tipsy <laughs> Yeah, the bubbles got to me. Um, 
One of our friends, okay. uh, Jim Vaginotato, um, said... Are you having a stroke? <laughs> His name is Vigiano. Said, please acknowledge Jillian Stubbs' smash hit single, We Are Sisters. That's true. I mean, that wasn't a publicly released song. It was purely for the show. True. Um, so it's not like it like, could have charted or anything. Uh, but yeah, that is the song that she sang uh, during her sister's... Uh, birthday party was it? It was. I think it was her sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen. Like that, yeah, yeah. That uh, her father paid for it. The, the Staub girls have always been a sleeper hit, and they've really grown into mature young ladies. Uh, Lori, Much like Avery Singer. Yeah. Coming from a. On Twitter, Lori from Miami uh, commented how you should not sleep on. I don't remember which sister wrote the. Christine. Yeah, Christine. Christine's the older essay. Sister. Yeah, the essay on how it is to grow up as a housewife child. And it was, like, very uh, emotional and serious. Was it in... I think it was in Vice, right? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. We'll okay. post a link since it relates to this whole child of housewife topic. Exactly. Um, um, so, James Vigiano also said... The Kyo children are canon, but only Shane and Kara. Yeah, I don't remember the other one's name. Either do I, but yeah, he, yeah. but like Shane and Kara have like turned into like beautiful people, and I think they sometimes like still make appearances on Watch Weapons Live occasionally. Yeah, and stuff that like doesn't that. surprise me. They're up there as like some of Andy Cohen's favorites. Yeah, well, that's back when like they were trying to make Real Housewives about the kids and about the families, and I remember yeah. they even had like an the Children of OC like online series i think oh did they yeah yeah is is it canon should we check it no, out no no okay <laughs> oc has enough seasons for for people starting out to try to catch up on while we're still on oc though um andy c butler said i know this is weird but i always really liked Lori's daughter ashley from oc i like barely remember her but she Don't i think her. she was like she was the responsible one oh probably and like the uh, and then like the son was the one who was always getting into trouble and then Alex posted a picture of Dolores's son shirtless, <laughs> like one of his modeling photos. Um, you can like his Facebook page. His name's Frankie. Okay. Catania. Catania. Yeah, Is that how you say right. that? It's Frankie Catania. I invited uh, Alex to like the page today, and he accepted. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, what, what else do we have? Right and then, here? um, we just have, I think, just one more comment from Hillary Getty. Ooh. Um, she said. Oh my god, an NYC prep Real Housewives crossover would be ideal. Also, I think Gia may be the may beat Brianna to be the first Housewives child to be promoted to cast member. You just sort Ooh, of said that yeah, too. I did say yeah. That. Um, yeah. The problem is like she's gonna go to college. Is she? Assume. Yeah. Or maybe like just going straight into her singing career. Yeah. Three KT. Three K three T. Is she still with them? Hmm. I don't know. They haven't released anything since, like, last, like, a year ago when, when Teresa was going to jail. And they, replaced, they, they released the emotional song, like, Only 13, I think it was called. I mean, Gia was really the only star of that group. Yeah. Um, do you have any more... Wait, like... what? But one of them looks like JoJo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not JoJo the Bachelorette, JoJo the Singer. Yeah, yeah. Um... My only other real note is that, do you notice we didn't talk about any of the Beverly Hills kids? Did well, we? I hate all those server servers. This, uh, all of Kyle Richard's <laughs> daughters look like they 
will work at Sir one day. Yeah, if they don't already. Yeah, and Pandora, no one's really gonna be a fan of her. No, I mean Max seems like a nice boy. Oh my God. He's still bussing tables. Give it's him so a, sad. like, give him an assistant manager like position. Lisa treats her children so differently. I know. It's like disgusting, actually. It's like one of her faults. Um, <laughs> this is one of her faults. Um, all of Kim Richards' kids seem relatively Junior. <laughs> seem relatively well adjusted. Uh, I guess so, but, but didn't wasn't Kim on like mother daughter therapy with one of them though? Yeah, but still, she seemed like normal. Like it was just to go get a check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, like Eileen has that like group of boys that aren't yeah. hers. Yeah. Lisa Rinna has a couple. Oh yeah, uh, Bella. Or Stella? I don't know. Adrian Maloof had those kids that were always wearing face masks. And like beating each other up. Um, and then we never see Brandy's kids because of Eddie. Oh yeah, but I've seen them in paparazzi photos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the only other comment we missed was um, Allison Churchwell said, and I don't even think she watches Real Housewives in yeah. New York. But is she this said, like another stumbling comment? <laughs> she said, my favorite is Dorinda's daughter. Oh yeah. Hannah Lynch is her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Snapchat, she's crazy. Yeah, well, she's the one who got Dorinda into Snapchat originally, but I don't think, like, Dorinda, like, likes Snapchat. Yeah, but it's, like, her doing monologues while walking around Staples, and then she's, like, picking out different desk chairs, and then she's, like, trying to interact with fellow customers. It's interesting that, like, she does all that, yet she's not really featured in the show yeah. anymore. Also, she's, like, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. A strong brow, though. I know, but that's, like, oh, in. Yeah, I guess... Like, a Cara Delevingne? It was a few years ago with a Cara Delevingne and when Demi Lovato had a strong brow for a minute. I don't think it's in anymore. Uh, you heard it here, folk. First, folks. <laughs> okay. Fuck those eyebrows. Uh, like like Melania in, la in this week's episode of New Jersey. <laughs> Alright, so let's do Freak of the Week and Once Your Queen. Oh, yeah, I forgot we had to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Alright, so this week's Freak... All right, last week we talked about Danielle Staub hopping off on Instagram, and it just continues this week, and in two interesting ways, and that's why she is a freak of the week. So first, she posted uh, the morning after Melania Trump's speech, a photo of Hoda Kotb, Melania Trump, Nene Leakes, Danielle Staub, and Tamara, at the time, Barney. Can I sort of explain what was going on in yes, that photo? Yes, I, I didn't know. even know. Yeah, so back, I think it was in the first, during the first year of uh, Jersey. Jersey Housewives, um, Kathy Lee Gifford is gone a lot from the 10th uh, hour of this day show or whatever it's called. So they had a special week where it was all ha current housewives hosting with her. So it was, so one day it was Danielle, one day it was Nene, one day it was Tamara, one day, who else did we list? Uh, uh, one day it was... Bethany. Oh yeah, she was in the group photo. She was in the group photo. And this is where the friendship between Bethany and, and Hoda Kotb yeah. uh, comes from. And Hoda was like at her wedding. Yeah, Bethany gets married. Yeah. So that, that was that. Yeah. So anyway, so the photo's posted and the caption is the interesting part. Danielle writes, and she asks Melania Trump, this TV makes me proud. 2009, I had lunch with our future first lady after co-hosting the Today Show with Hoda Kotb. Michael's NYC. So, we got another Trump supporter housewife on our hands. Yeah, so that's... We, we identified Vicky today, and we identified Danielle. Maybe next week we should, like, actually try to sit down and, like, chart them Ooh, a very political episode. It's gonna be the, it's gonna be the <laughs> we'll, DMC. We'll, we'll definitely do it 
before the election. Okay. Sometime between now and then. Uh, so then it gets even crazier. So Danielle posts on Instagram a screenshot of Jacqueline's tweet, uh, which said, Danielle interviewed for season seven but wasn't picked. Maybe season eight she can try again if she's emotional ready. <laughs> so, emotional so, ready. So Danielle's caption to this is, when someone screenshots Wacky Jack and tags me in it, when Jacqueline Maria speaks, it's like listening to 100 people with a stomach virus all at once, shit <laughs> flying everywhere. Check your sources, Jacko, and spend a bit more time on mothering your young children rather than blasting on social media. Andy Cohen, R-H-O-N-G, bravo. This sounds familiar, Jack. You've been served. Oh my god. Shit, it's just like rambling. There was also another tweet or something where she like... Yeah. Accused Jacqueline of being an alcoholic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She accused her of alcoholism. Yeah, it's it's always interesting with Danielle. Still bringing it all these years later. Uh, I... Bring her back. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Bless her heart. All right, so Brennan, who's our uh, one true queen this week? So I mean, I everyone knows that Leslie Jones has been sort of going through it on Twitter. Yeah. Racist trolls have been like sending the most obscene tweets yeah. to her, and she went. Through one night where she was screenshotting them and uh, it was like the craziest, craziest thing I've ever seen. It was like the most, the most vile tweets I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, just like every racial slur that someone could throw at someone. So we just wanted to name her the one true queen because she's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, she is probably one of the best like new SNL uh, cast members in the past few in years. In years, years, yeah, definitely. And I'm going to go see Ghostbusters this week. Me too. In support. So she is our one true queen. And she was actually really funny on Watch What Happens Live. With Kristen Wiig. The other night. Yeah. Last night. I yeah. Think, right? Yeah. It was a very good episode. Um, so she's our queen. Yes. All right. So. That's our show this week. Um, make sure as always that you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play. And please follow us on Twitter and Facebook. That's where you get to find out what our topic's going to be. And you can chime in. And give your comments and questions, and as you can see, we'll read it on the air. Yes, and you can also email us us at uh, comethroughqueen at gmail.com. And remember that we did put out the challenge that if anyone wants to apply to be Ramona Singer's assistants, yeah. our email is open. Yeah, you have to like send some evidence that the interview is actually happening, yes. and then we'll bring you on. Okay, and so Brennan, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter and on Snapchat, I guess, at NotBrendan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and where can we find you? As always, at IDKIDK. Great. So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet, do it all. Love us, love us. Please retweet, and we'll see you next week. All right, bye, guys. Come through, queen. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.